Cowboys ain't easy to love and they're harder to hold. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown Their West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Oh, Cowboys fans, I'm so sorry that every year your exit from the playoffs is just hilarious. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I, I have a lot of Cowboys fans that I like. I don't look down on them. I don't judge them too often too much but every year every time they get knocked out of the playoffs it's hysterical whether it's Tony Romo mishandling a snap on an extra point or it's was it a catch was it not a catch in Green Bay or Dak Prescott having absolutely no idea where the clock is at as he slides down after a first down run thinking that the Cowboys are playing college football and you lose like that. Or, or yesterday, first of all, the hilariousness, after the 49ers made a mistake and they pick up a first down, but the, the ball carrier runs out of bounds, and that's what gave the Cowboys the opportunity to get the ball back inside of a minute left to go. So he almost went with the 49ers just able to run the clock out and no hilarious Cowboys exit. But J- we needed that. JMP though. at JMP 1063, teammate here at ESPN West Palm, he tweeted, Oh man, this is far, uh, far too little drama for a Cowboys playoff exit. It but it's almost like the 49ers, the planets aligned and they screwed up running out of bounds so that the Cowboys could get the ball back and, and give us hilarity to end the season. So it's fair catch at the six, first of all. That's hilarious. You mean to tell me that you're not going to let the ball hit the ground and at least see if it's going to trickle into the end zone? Fair catch of the six. And so that's how we knew. We knew things were actually going to get pretty hilarious. So uh, then then Dalton Schultz, the Cowboys tight end, makes a catch along the sideline, but then he starts running sideways and backwards to get out of bounds. That doesn't stop the clock. You need to be moving the ball forward Mm. and get out of bounds to stop the clock. That was lazy. So the clock keeps moving. So the Cowboys get out. Up to the line of scrimmage, another throw to Dalton Schultz, and he catches it and just swipes one foot in bounds and then just haphazardly steps out of bounds incomplete. Sick. It's hilarious. It, it is it is so lazy. I can't believe. And the worst part, if it wasn't in the last two minutes, nobody would have even thought to challenge no, it. No. It looked like a routine catch. Right. But it was clearly just one step down. It's like, for whatever reason, the Cowboys think they're playing college football. Sick. Whether it's Dak Prescott last year sliding or Dalton Schultz getting one foot in when he easily could have, could have, he could have taken a whole nother step. It's not like he needed a toe tap. He Come could have on. easily taken another step and that would have been a complete pass. So you would have had a Hail Mary. Dak can probably get it close to the goal line from his own 40. Instead, though, you're back inside your 30. So the Cowboys, what do they do? They set up this weird formation where everybody is spread out wide, okay? The only person on the line is Zeke Elliott. He's going to snap the ball to Dak Prescott, who's in the shotgun. Mm. A weird-looking formation. You think to yourself, um, this is weird. Not to mention there was a, a, a stoppage. A timeout was called. Yeah, yeah. So they had the time to bail. They had time to bail That's out of it. That's the red flag. Yep. yep. They had time to bail. And they still didn't do it. And... This was the end result, as heard yesterday on Fox. Final play, it looks like barring a penalty. Prescott over the middle of the turban. Gets smoked right away. <laughs> and 
So Aziz Alshire, former FAU star, just plants Zeke after he snaps the ball. Zeke is getting back trying to block. <laughs> Aziz Alshire takes one hop and just absolutely blows up Zeke. Uh. So then Dak Prescott's like, Ugh! and he had to throw it to the left, and then an immediate hit, a spear after a six-yard pickup, and that was it. That was the that was their grand plan to try and pull off a miracle down nineteen to twelve in the NFC title in the NFC divisional round. I am um. I'm very, I'm very angry. I'm very, I feel shortchanged, and I'm not sure who to be mad at right now. Ken, should I be mad at Aziz for not letting? Because I want to see how the play would develop. <laughs> what I is want, the end game with I, that? I, the worst part about the whole thing was it happened so quick that we didn't get any kind of like conclusion. It's almost any like peak, that, any nothing, nothing. What, what's the the show that famously uh, the last episode ended with just a black screen? The Sopranos. The Sopranos. Yeah, yeah like if it felt, left you wondering, wanting more. Like what were they plotting up? Yeah. So I'm mad at them. <laughs> Number two, I'm mad at uh, who's their coordinator? Is it Kellen Moore still? Kellen Moore, who has been interviewing for job yeah. after head coaching job, and Steve Smith, <laughs> former Panthers wide receiver, <laughs> who tweeted last night, bro, this man interviewed for a head coaching job for my team. There ain't no way he's getting the job after that. He's done. Even though last time a Panthers player receiver said there's no way this guy's coming, Baker Mayfield Baker became Mayfield the quarterback. Showed up. Yeah. So I don't know if it's going to work out. But but Kellen Moore, when you're at practice, because I know this has to happen. They probably practice it once or twice sure. in the offseason, maybe during the season yeah, which once means or twice. it's worked against the Cowboys defense at so, some point. So here's the thing. Why didn't you just maybe call over, uh, what was his name, Falcon, Dan, Quinn, Dan Quinn, who's their defensive their coordinator DC. right now, and said, hey, we're thinking about using this if we're in this situation. What would you do? Because Dan Quinn, I'm sure, would have been like, oh, did exactly what D'Amico Ryans did when he called the timeout and said, hey, they're putting Zeke Elliott at center. <laughs> hey, you bull rush Zeke Elliott. <laughs> Go kill him. Safety, once he bull rushes Zeke Elliott and Dak has no time, oh. jump the first route you see. It, like, it was the most obvious adjustment. And once they called the timeout, and I'm mad at D'Amico Ryans, by the way. For calling the timeout. Stop being so competent. Stop yeah. being so good at we your job. We wanted to see at least, at <laughs> like, least let 20% of that play play out just so we could maybe get an indication of what they were trying to do. Because right now, all I'm left with is, okay, so what? What was Zeke going to do after he snapped it in an ideal situation? Yeah. Uh, why were the offensive linemen off to the right? If you're going right. to have offensive linemen on the field, why not have him snap it? Because he could have held up the pass block. So, And what was the receiver going to do? I suppose he was going to throw it back to <laughs> Dak, and then Dak was maybe going to run with a convoy of linemen in front of him. But it's not like Dak is the the overtly fastest guy in the world. No. He wasn't going to get tracked down. Like, maybe that was the plan. I think he was supposed to throw it back to Zeke, but Zeke was on his ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think Zeke, <laughs> Zeke, had been, Zeke had been dug his seven feet. Into the turf, right? Like, so there was no way that that was happening. How did they not think that was a possibility? Yeah, that hey, the the 49ers might try and bull rush Zeke. And by the but no, but Zeke wasn't eligible on the play. You remember oh, the official? It? The official well, he's eligible for a lateral though. That's the thing. I think the uh, plan you're right, was you're right, right. He he wasn't an eligible receiver. He's not That's eligible a good receiver. Call. That's a good call. But once right, Buddy right. catches the ball, he's an eligible runner. Yeah. Except he's. His ass is planted in the turf. <laughs> right. Zeke's in the same spot where Mac Jones was uh, on the lateral backwards. Yeah. We got stiffened yeah. in the ground. Yeah. That's where Zeke is right now. They same all, place. They all ass planted play. Right. That, that's what that was. Mike McCarthy, after the game, he was asked about that play, and his response was, it just didn't get going. <laughs> you think? You think, Mike? You Dog. think? That's what you're going to provide. I, I, for the life of, I'm with you. I wish I had any indication about what the end game is for that play. Like, uh, at what point 
do you make the play that makes that successful? Because it feels like it's like nine or ten steps down the line. Yeah. There was a lot that still had to come with that. <laughs> That's like it's you know how you see those videos on like TikTok and Twitter and even Instagram where it's like this big domino effect thing where they te- it's like a long obstacle course of right. things. You start off with the marble, it rolls down the slide, it hits right. the car, the car flips over. Yeah, this, it's like, like the old mousetrap game. Like, imagine if one of those videos happened, but, like, it's one of their first attempts, and you see it just, like, the, the marble rolls down the slide and it slightly misses and nothing happens. That's how I feel right now. Like, I don't... What the hell was supposed to happen? What was going to be so revolutionary about that play that <laughs> that's what you decided to go with if you're Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy, uh, other than the whole... Like, you know what's a good, trusty play? <laughs> a hook and ladder. Yes! Yes! You know, like, that... That's a good, old, trusty play. You know what else is a more trusty play than what the Cowboys ran? A short throw, and then you start lateraling all over the place. Yeah. How about just chaos? Chaos would have been better than whatever that play was. Anytime you Mary. see one person along the line, chances are that's not going to go well for you. The screenshots of, I think it was when the Colts tried to do yeah, it. Yeah, on Sunday Night Football. The Colts yes. tried it against the Patriots, and it's the worst play ever run. I have flashbacks put, of that. They put two. So, I don't know if people remember this play, but just to give you a quick visual of it, they put one center, just like Zeke Elliott, one but it was center. an actual center. And then the quarterback is under center. The quarterback is under center, and the Patriots, I believe, was the defense, right? Yeah. They just put two guys on both sides uh-huh. of the center. And then they sacked him. And, and it, they still snapped the ball. Right. It was the punter, too. It was Pat McAfee under center the, in that Colts play. Oh, was he right, the quarterback? Was, yeah, no, no, no. He's the, he was the center on that play. Oh, Pat McAfee was the center? Yeah. Yeah, like that was a special teams play. Well, right? That was realize, a fake punt play. I didn't rerun. realize it was also like not yeah. a center. You're right, at center. it was a special teams play. You're right. But, uh, even if it was a center at center, they put two guys but on still, both his shoulders. It, it, it is immensely stupid. And the Cowboys, the only alteration they made was that it was not a special teams play. Yeah. It was Zeke and Dak, uh-huh. and they put Dak in the shotgun as opposed to under center. And also. You just created a meme out of Zeke for no reason. Because the play was never uh, going to work. I mean, his his limbs his <laughs> limbs just flew up into the air. He landed flat on his back. And Aziz Alshire just stomps over him. Oh, my God. I, I just... And Dak, maybe you roll him out in that spot. Yeah. Like, how could you not... Why are you standing behind thought, that? My first thought was me. My first thought would be, hey, they're probably going to bull rush. Yes. And I'm not even like a competent football mind. Cause that would what be, are they doing? Because that would be the answer to putting a 180-pound center out there in general. He's like, to beat the hell out of <laughs> like him. We're going to run through that guy. Hey, like, go batter him. 220, I don't know what he is, but still. I don't like, know. But, like, old Zeke, maybe. Yeah. Old fat Zeke, I get it. Yeah. Like, maybe you can make that work with old fat Zeke, but this is slim down, not fat Zeke. So, of course, you're going to truck that dude. Oh, my God. They even did it in the wrong Zeke era. This is it's, the funniest part is they had a chance to go out like a competent team, but then they gave us that Throw play. Throw completion on a Hail Mary, and we say, oh, man, yeah. tough luck. But instead they did that, and that was a masterpiece. Even praying for a DPI called on a Hail Mary yes. would have been better. Yes. But that was like, oh, we lost, and we want to give you guys a meme. But on behalf of football fans everywhere, Kellen Moore, Mike McCarthy, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Yes, that was great. Thank you, yes. because you could have competently bowed out of the playoffs. With just an incomplete Hail Mary, even if they pick it off, fine. Yeah. But instead, you did that. And that was hilarious. I love it. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, you know what is competent? You know what is awesome is Duffy's and Duffy's Sports Grill. Mm. And Theo, if you could, please tell us about the old Duffy's. There's no better place to watch a game. If you want to watch Zeke Elliott get bull rushed into the ground. Well, not anymore. Well, I, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Well, if you want to watch... 
competent football teams play for their way into the Super Bowl, <laughs> there you go. maybe you want to make your way to Duffy's. It's time to get yourself ready for the big game. Watch from inside Duffy's or grab yourself a tailgate takeout party pack and enjoy the game with a selection of Duffy's award-winning wings, sliders, and so much more on that menu. Get a front row seat to the big game at Duffy's and you can get a $10 coupon for your next visit Souvenir tickets plus some incredible Duffy swag. Reserve your seat today at your local Duffy's for the big game on February 12th. Duffy's, our game is always on. Tony in West Palm on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Tony? What's going on, y'all? You already know I've seen so much football in my time so far. <laughs> and I've seen some I've seen some really dumb football. <laughs> but yo, that was some oh. dumb <laughs> football yesterday. Yo, what was he watching at the end of that? And and Levicka, yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take it off. I'm not gonna let Kellen Moore take all that blame. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say in my head, McCarthy was like, "All right, fellas, I got this. Totally. I gotta play for oh, Green Bay Packer days." I agree with you. Yo, yo, what was gonna? Yo, Ezekiel Elliott could have done the gritty, and and had and, and like really confused people's heads and done more <laughs> than what he did. Right. The Dallas Cowboys could have took an injured player, put him on a wheelchair in front of. Somebody. <laughs> Mm. They would have. They would have been like, "Yo, I, I can't hit this dude." You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, I heard some. I heard somebody say that Dak Prescott was trying to, uh, like, like get the penalty or whatever. I don't know what in the hell I watched I at the end know, of that man. game. I don't know. Yo, that was the wildest thing I've seen in a very long time. And Dallas, once again, how how the brothers just told you, thank y'all for the the most. It's, yo, that that meme's gonna be crazy. Totally. You already know. Hey, yo, Theo, what's up? What up? It's going to be funny. It's going to be something when them Chiefs and them Eagles meet at the end of the year. I, I can't think. wait. I mean, that's what – you know what I'm saying? So, brother, no matter where you would have went at the beginning of the year, you would have ended up okay. But I'm just saying, go Eagles, fly, Eagles, fly. Yes, sir. Peace, y'all. One love and have a wonderful week, y'all. All Peace. right, Tony, appreciate you. Yeah. I'll never forget Tony trying to convince me to get on that, that Eagles train, and I was considering it. Jalen Hurts is from Houston. Black quarterback from Houston. I, I was I was close. Yeah, but I was born in Kansas, man. I had to go back home. That is still every time you bring that up is a reason why you pick the Chiefs. It's the most it's the most like astounding, startling thing because I don't get it. But Let's I, not forget too. People were down on the Chiefs that off season. That's people were down on the Chiefs. True. I guess if you were going to pick the Chiefs in any off season, yeah. this was the one where there was a slight bit of danger yeah, to we, that. We lost Tyreek Hill. We had no real number one receiver. Everybody was all in on the Bills. They had the Bengals and all. Like people were out on the Chiefs. It was the hardest division in the world. Mm-hmm. And look at what happened, baby. I got on board, and we didn't need Tyreek Hill. We just need a big teddy. <laughs> oh, man. We just need a big teddy. Yeah, big teddy leading the way to the Super Bowl. That's all I do. Uh, because Christian Cat, the audible assassin, is truly one of us. Yes. He is He has become an invaluable member of this Ken Levick Alive family. Uh, I'm actually about to replace uh, him uh, and and leave Stone Lebanowitz doing whatever he's doing. And by the way, uh, Stone is at jury duty today uh, in Martin County. Can't think of Anything worse. Um, I got a pending case in Martin County. You think he might be on that? Do you really? No. Oh, okay. (laughs) Come on, Kim. I was like, damn, Theo. (laughs) Because I would absolutely make you tell that story. (laughs) You're like, do you really tell that? My eyes lit up. I was like, ooh, (laughs) we're about to change directions (laughs) real quick. That would uh, be hilarious. But the audible assassin, he said, you know what? Let's uh, let's play a game today. I'm like, what game? What game? What what are you thinking? What are you thinking? He said, Ken, I have an idea for a game called Dak or Dump. Here on Ken Levick Alive. And he explained the, 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 
the rules to the game, the concept of the game. And I said, you know what? I like this game, and we're going to ride with it when we come back. We are going to play Dak or Dump here on ESPN 106.3. After I tell you about Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, they have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic Foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. For more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. And by the way, if you are also performing your constitutional duty today in Martin County, if you've got jury duty and you see um, a blonde, buzz-headed butterball with tattoos all over his arms, yes. chances are that's Stone Labanowitz. So go ahead, walk up to him and say, Aaron Rodgers sucks. Mm. They'll know exactly where that came from. And if you can't find them, follow the scent of Sloppy Joe's. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. He's constantly wafting the scent <laughs> of Sloppy Joe's behind him. When we come back, Dak or Dump? He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Uh, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, there's it. There we go. Uh, and I'm Ken Levicka. And I'm live on ESPN 106.3. KUCHawks.com. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Dak Prescott, for us sports talk types, he's a treasure trove. Oh, yeah. He is providing us with an offseason full of Cowboys greatness. So... If you thought that you'd finally hear the end of Stephen A. Smith incessantly ranting about the Cowboys, their fans, Dak, just know that what happened yesterday is just fuel, man. Fuel. It's only getting worse. I would argue, though, what we were talking about when Dr. Goldhaber was in, the Cowboys fans, while yesterday the way that ended was embarrassing and it sucks that your quarterback, your guy, threw two interceptions and it was just all around ineffective. But, man... Like the 49ers feel sort of destined. And I'm not, I'm trying to disrespect Eagles fans. Trust me, I've disrespected Eagles fans before. You know what I'm disrespecting Eagles fans. This isn't yeah. that. But the 49ers are just tough and they're full of weapons. And I'm all in on Kyle Shanahan. Like he's just, he's, he's awesome. So you're picking the 49ers. I think for the 49ers sure. are going to win on Sunday. For, before the uh, playoffs started, I had the Niners making it. I had Niners Chiefs for the Super Bowl. I, I think I want to flip to the Eagles now. Now that I know that Jalen Hurts is healthy and mm-hmm. looking like Jalen Hurts, the, I think the Eagles have the better team, quarterback uh, included now. Well, yes, that is, that's the one area that puts them over the top. Yeah. As far as an overall team is concerned, They're though. They're close, though. Team They're one. close. And maybe, maybe Jalen Hurts gives them the edge over Brock Purdy, but... The way that the 49ers can just, the, the, the depth, the way they can just keep throwing yeah. bodies at you offensively and defensively, including the best tight end in the game. I, oh, hold on now. I know, I oh, know, no, no. I know, I no, know. No, he's not. He's number two. George There's a Kittle? Gap. No, no, he's, Travis Kelsey's the best tight end in the game. Okay. It's not close. Uh, all right, fine. 
It's not close. George Kittle does other that. things tight ends do, though, uh, that are supposed to do, you're like just block. blocking. He does that better than Travis Kelsey. He, he does. blocks better than Travis Kelsey. Travis but Kelsey wants nothing to do with blocking. Travis Kelsey does block, though. He's a willing blocker. He's just not as good when he as runs George his body Kittle. into somebody. <laughs> well, yeah, that's part of blocking. Okay, I understand that, but there's also form involved in blocking. And Travis Kittle's Kelsey. A- George Kittle is, is more versatile as a tight end, as a blocker and receiver. But Travis Kelsey, look what he did. He just set the record for tight end receptions in the game. He was the only option for Patrick George Mahomes. George Kittle's quarterback was Jimmy G and then Brock Purdy and even Jordan Love, if you want to th- Not Jordan okay. Love. Um, Trey Lance. Trey Lance, thank you. But Travis like Kelsey the is the best person. tight end in the league. and it's not, it's not very close. George Kittle will be next. He's second. It's kind of like Mahomes to the next guy. There's a gap. We got those two positions locked up in Chiefs. But still, in my point where I'm putting them up against (laughs) the Eagles, uh, then yes, yes, George Kittle does provide an advantage. Uh, But Dak Prescott is is going to be filleted. He's going to be roasted. He is going to be flipped and fried during the course of this offseason. So we might as well get an early start here on Ken LaVica Live. It is time to play the inaugural edition of Dak or Dump here on ESPN 106.3. In this game, I am going to ask Theo Dorsey whether he'll take Dak or the quarterback that I name that would replace Dak in the Cowboys offense. Mm. Is it Dak or do we dump him? Yeah. Dak or dump? Dak or dump. Dak or dump. All right. Here's Here is a list of quarterbacks in Dak Prescott's own division. That's where we're going to start, Okay. Theo Dacker dump. Jalen Hurts. Dump. Instantly. Instantly. Dump. Hurts is younger, and he might be better right now. That is a long toilet flush, by the way. That was a big old dump. Sorry, Dak. Daniel Jones or Dak Prescott, Theo? Is he really taking this amount of time? I'm taking Dak. Okay. I'm taking that. Yeah. Uh, you were taking a long I time. I know I was, but it's just because Daniel Jones looks like this because of Brian Dayball. So, like, why did I even pause that long? It's Dak. It's Dak. Daniel Jones, I picture it as Daniel Jones. It's like Frankenstein where he's laying on this table and he's got electricity hooked up to him and all these technological, uh, like, uh, scientific gadgets around yeah. him. And Brian Dayball's, like, sewing him up. And 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 pulling levers, and then Daniel Jones becomes this competent thing. Daniel Jones is Brian Dable's Frankenstein. Two weeks ago, I found out that Frankenstein was not the name of the monster; it's the oh. name of the doctor. You know that, Doctor Frankenstein? Yes. Yeah, it's just a monster, right? He doesn't have a name; he's the monster. Yeah, but you know, but like Frankenstein, I'm not the only one that didn't think that, right? But yeah. but no, but it, I, I agree, and I actually just called him. Like, you did. Frankenstein, you said Daniel like Jones the monster Frankenstein, was Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. So well, you're right. Yeah. Who's Daniel Jones throwing the football to, and who's Dak throwing the football to? You're right. That's that list of weapons that Dak has. Yeah, I I think it's a fair question. I think you should have taken that long to a- answer that question because honestly, I'm a coin flip right now. I'm going Dak though. I, I hear you, but Dak Dak is better. Let's not overreact off one season. It's my thing. Agree. It's the last data point. <laughs> Thank you. True. True. I appreciate that. That's a good note. That is, <laughs> that is, a, that is a, a important thing to remember. You're right, uh, Christian. Also, how many points did uh, Daniel Jones? Seven. Seven yeah. points. Seven. Seven points. So it wasn't like he lit it up either. So No. Uh, and then I, with the commanders, I guess, Dak Prescott or a Carson Dak. Wentz, Taylor Heineke Dak. combo? If you put Carson Wentz and Taylor Heineke in, in one suit together, all of their best attributes, I'm still taking that. Okay. 
Now we're going to jump to quarterbacks that could be available to replace Dak Prescott mm. as the Cowboys quarterback, just in case the Cowboys decided to do something saucy this offseason. Not going to happen, but what if, right? Yeah. What yeah. if? What if? Uh, Theo, Dak Prescott, and again, it's Dak or Dump here on Ken LeVick Alive. Dak Prescott or Derek Carr? Okay, now here's the question. Is this a Bible retreat? Is this like a this youth a, Bible study uh, class, no, or is this quarterback? This is a football game. This okay. is quarterback in the Dallas Cowboys. It is not reading from the book of Job. Because we do have an open spot for Chaplin on the team, and that would be <laughs> Dak. I mean, uh, Derek, Derek Carr, Carr all day. Every day. Right, uh, all right. We I'm, call him Reverend Carr. <laughs> yes. I'm going Dak Prescott, and I'll have Derek Carr pray for him. Okay. Yeah. So Dak's getting some love, rightfully so, from, from Thieves. Is that the right call? Would you go Dak over Derek? Yes. Yes, I absolutely would. Cat, I think I would too. Okay, I'm just making sure I was I was good on that because this was supposed to be Derek Carr's year and it, it wasn't. It was right, and no. they went and got him a guy. But again, if we're if we're talking about the story of what, what is it, Theo? There's the story of there's Joe? bread and fish. Like, oh, what's the story? Uh, where? No, oh wait, that's a uh, the miracle where Jesus made bread and fish multiply. Yeah, that. Yeah, he multiplied the bread and the fish. They had to feed thousands on yeah. the hill of. We'll just say Galilee. Galilee, yeah. Galilee is always a good Galilee's one to go to. Galilee is always yeah. a good go-to if you're talking about geography in the Bible. Man. Well, now that we've offended a good portion of our audience. <laughs> Theo, Dak Prescott, or Brock Purdy? Dak Prescott. Ooh. Is Brock Purdy available this offseason? He might be. I, I, If I were the 49ers, shop, huh? I would shop the hell out of this dude. Could you imagine... In the depths of your football mind, mm. if Brock Purdy, who is the last pick in the draft out of Iowa State, you could somehow finagle a first-round pick out oh of him in the offseason. What could, a turn. It would be the most. It, it, it would never, unless there was someone undrafted that you brought in, yeah. it could never be topped. Last pick in the draft into first-round pick in one year. In one year. Think about that. And do I think it's possible? No. Do I think Maybe it could happen in the slightest sliver of reality. Yes. Coaching matters His in the NFL. teams are desperate. Yeah, coaching desperate. matters. Yeah. And Kyle Shanahan turning him into a guy that you can propose that as a valid question is why oh, I, Kyle Shanahan is, yeah. is who he was purported to be. No doubt. Uh, all right. Dak Prescott. Dak or Dump here on ESPN 106.3. Theo, this is a good one. I like this. Christian, Uh-oh. wait for this, Christian. Uh-oh. This is going to be good. Dak Prescott or... Ryan Tannehill. Come on, man. That... <laughs> I'm going to go Dak. <laughs> what are we doing here? Uh-huh. Ryan Tannehill, when he's healthy. I mean, he's so good in the red zone. He's I don't good know in if the you red heard, zone. but he used to play wide receiver. Uh, yeah, did you know he was a wide receiver at Texas A&M? That's yeah. wild. Had no idea. Yeah. That is wild. They, they don't mention that enough. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. It's, it's it, just like with Nick O'Leary. Uh, played at Florida State. Did you know that he's Jack Nicholas's grandson? Whoa. I mean, it's just stunning stuff. I confused Jack Nicholas with Jack Nicholson. Like, I did that yeah. growing up. Growing up, I did. Yeah. I'll be it's like, okay, so he's at the Lakers games courtside, or which one is the right. guy? Yeah, no, it's exactly. a common mistake. Yeah. And Arnold Palmer. Like, I don't That's just me. <laughs> I'm not a big golf Palmer. Because I, I love the drink so much, yeah. I have it stockpiled under my bed. Oh, so, gets... like, that's my old white guy golfer yeah. records that. I hope Tiger breaks. Like yes, Jack right. Nicholson, Arnold Palmer, right there with me. It is and he did funny. it again. In this area, is Jack Nicholas. In this area where Jack Nicholas is the <laughs> king and he lives in Palm Beach County, 
Um, it is offensive to say something like that, that you mistook Jack Nicholas for Arnold Palmer. It is. But I'm going to say it right now. And Arnold Palmer, may he rest in peace. Great but, lemonade but mixture, too. Easy. Easy to mix the two up because, again, old white golf. Yeah. They all look the same. They, they all resemble that. And then that one guy, is it like Ray Guy or something? There's another guy. Am I R- tripping? Yeah. There's R- another guy. I think Ray Guy is a former punter. Oh, man, I'm really screwing Nothing the, to do with pooch. golf. Phil Mickelson? Not Phil Mickelson. Come on. Who are you There's thinking There's another about? guy. I can't think of him. You know what? Let's move Gary, on. Gary Player. Gary Player. Gary Player. That's what it was. He Gary does a Player. lot of push-ups. He's very, very. He has. He has the definition of old man strength. That yeah. man works out all the time. Uh, another Palm Beach County resident, by the way. All right. Now, this is a real good one here. Dacker Dump on ESPN 106.3. Mm. The game where Theo answers the question about whether or not he take Dak Prescott or the name I give him as the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott or Tom Brady? Uh, I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. And yet, I, I'm not prepared. What do I do here? I, I got to go Tom Brady. Wow. I got to go Tom Brady. Because at least I know Tom Brady would have checked out of that play. By the way, is that truck a septic tank? Is that a septic tank? First one on emptied? YouTube. Just the first one on YouTube. Okay. Uh, lush sound effect. I, like I cut that. out. It's actually longer. I, I, I cut out I a good it. bit. Wow. And I like the idea of emptying the septic tank into a toilet. Yeah. Um, I see. Seems like that's a little overkill. But, yeah, it's good. Um, I think I'm not the only one that would dump Dak for Tom Brady. I... Really? I'm not. Here's the thing. For that, it's hard to do. It's hard to do. I'm not saying it's an easy choice, but I'm going to go with the name brand. I'm going to go with the guy that for some reason refs and fans in the world seems to go in his favor. Like, at least I know I'll be getting a couple games on the margin there because people really like him and want him to succeed. Like, uh-huh. And he he comes with this sense of belief that anything is possible. Tom Brady comes with so much belief that they thought that sorry-ass Bucks team could beat the Cowboys. There were so many people that thought that decrepit, sorry-ass Bucks team had a chance against those Cowboys, and it was only because Tom Brady was the quarterback. But we saw him on the same field yeah. a week ago today. Yeah, and it was terrible, and Dak did amazing. But I'm just saying, like, if I know what I'm doing is wrong, but I know that I'm not getting a Super Bowl out of Dak. <laughs> okay. And I know that sometimes, somehow... A kicker's going to miss a field goal wide left, okay. and a guy's going to pull his hamstring, and Tom Brady ends up winning a Super Bowl. That's how every single year plays out. So, yes, if I was the Dallas Cowboys this offseason, I think I would dump Dak for Tom Brady. I'm, that it's is, crazy to say. Let's feel dirty. Yeah, it does feel dirty. I'm a, it does I'm a dirty guy sometimes. Hey, hey. Never I like, know. You know what? I respect the hell out of that. <laughs> it's like when you go to Bible camp and uh, yeah, hold someone's hand, oh. hold a girl's hand, and you're like, ooh. I'm defying the Lord. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then Derek Carr scolds you. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Theo, Dak Prescott, or Jared Goff? Dak. Dak. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Kristen Cat audibly to, is He is unpleased. upset. He's breaking records over there in Detroit with Amon Ross St. Brown as the number one target. He's a good guy. He's good. Oh, give me Jared Goff. Wow. Rejuvenated his done? career. What has he done other than lead his team to the Super Bowl? I mean, he knocked Aaron Rodgers out of the playoffs and made he my did. heart warm. Yeah, that's true. But who hasn't knocked Aaron Rodgers out of the playoffs? Well, that's, enough. that's, that's enough. another. That's okay. another very, very good point. running list of course. Dak Prescott has not <laughs> knocked. <That's> t- <laughs> well, that does bring us to our final name uh, here on Dak or Dump here on Ken Levick Alive. Dak Prescott 
or Aaron Rodgers, I'm Theo. Going I'm going Rodgers. It, even with all that it comes with, I'm dumping Dak for Aaron Rodgers. Even with all of the shenanigans and I got to figure him out every year and I got to keep courting him all the way through, he's he's better. He's old. He's he's better, though. I want to take back my Tom Brady take. Is it too late? Oh, no, no, no. You, you've already made the deal. Is it too late? You've already made the deal. You you traded Dak and you have signed Tom Brady. It was a series of one-year contracts at 45 years old, soon to be 46. No, you can't take it back. I feel like yeah, that's not how you play Dak or Dump. Laying in bed at night just thinking, oh, <laughs> oh man. said that. People are hurt. One of the worst regrets of my life. Like, now I see how general managers make bad decisions in football. Sometimes you just go with your heart, I guess, instead of your mind. Because <laughs> something about having Tom Brady on your team just feels like I have a good chance at winning. I don't know what it is. That's called novelty. It is. It yeah. is. But I'm just saying, like, it's something about having Dak Prescott at quarterbacks. You know that the season's going to end in a hilarious fashion. And you're likely going to lose, but he's going to be really good all year. Yeah. And you're going to have 12 you're, wins. You are, you're falling into nostalgia here. Yeah. Don't you let it get the best of you? You can't turn no jersey backsies. Imagine Tom Brady in a, in a Cowboys jersey. A lot of jerseys. Uh, I mean, Jerry Jones would be down for that. We would make bread. <laughs> All about well, money. speaking of bread, uh, we did get clarification on our story about how Jesus um, multiplied <laughs> food. Uh, Ricky he messages uh, a from timesofisrael.com. Yes. Okay, Jesus did two separate multiplications of loaves and fishes. That's bread and fish for those of you scoring at home. Both along the Sea of Galilee. Boom. What's up? So again. We did it. When in doubt. When in doubt. Talking about the Bible and geography. Come on. Just drop a Galilee and all will be well. Yo. Mm-hmm. That is, that's impeccable what we did right here. I'm actually really proud of us. You know what? And I, and I, I'm looking for a new church home this year. When I do finally find one, eventually out here in Palm Beach County, uh-huh. that's going to be the first thing I tell them is like, hey, I know you guys are preaching up there. Letting me know if you need a sub one, one uh-huh. Sunday morning because I know a story about the Sea of Galilee. <laughs> All right now. Oh, man. Come that on. That is so I'm really so proud of us right good. now. Um, Joe is in Jupiter. Uh-oh. And Joe, I am deeply sorry for your loss. But good Lord, was it hilarious. But I'm deeply sorry. First of all, I want to say thank you all for doing what you do every day. Um, you know, you, you bring a smile to my face. And um, other than my wife and kids this morning when I was off to work, you're really the only human being that I've felt like even talking to today. You're giving a service that you might not know, <laughs> just, just so you know. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's a rough day. It, 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 it's a rough seven months once again. I compare it to like maybe being sick for seven months and you just get the same disease over and over every year and it just it just ends the same way after 27 years or 28 whatever it is Theo, i got a question for you on your carolina panthers switch to the Chiefs. how long did you uh how long were you uh associated with the panthers and why first real quick i was associated with the panthers for uh since 2004 Four mm-hmm. since two thousand and four Super Bowl. The year they were in the Super Bowl, and it was Die because hard. I was I grew up in Houston. I was in Houston. That Super Bowl was in Houston. You fell in love with Jake Delhomme. I fell in love with Delhomme and the fellas Moose and Muhammad. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because I mean, as of today, I I never thought I would might want to switch teams. I'm not even sure. I think I'm just too old. I'm I'm getting too old for this. It's just, but I I I've actually crossed that path. I think 
that if this continues to happen, I'm, I mean, I love football so much, but I can't keep putting myself through this every. I mean, today is just miserable. Yeah. Miserable. It's and, tough. you know, it, it's not the end of the world, of course. You know, there's way more things more important. But as a diehard sports fan, you know how it feels, I would imagine. So I, I do kind of start to understand why you switched. You have different reasons. Mine is because our runner. team sucked for 28. Yeah, well, yeah, okay, whatever it is. But anyway, I, I know it's, I got to cut it short probably, but I want to thank you all again for what you do. And uh, other than listen to, um, uh, oh, what's his name on first take? Uh, Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A., he made me smile this morning for the first time I had it. I actually programmed into my phone because I, I just love, although I don't like him, and I know he's a good guy, I love listening to him talk the facts of why we lost. It, it's just going to happen. Something's going to happen in the end. And it just did again yesterday. Is that a song against my Cowboys <laughs> yeah, right there? we're just mourning with you, Joe. Really? Okay, well, thank you. I appreciate it. And like I say, y'all, y'all, y'all mean a lot to me. You're dear to my hearts. And, and good luck with all your teams because my team sucks. Well, so does mine. Don't worry so. about it. Thank you, Joe. And sorry again know, Joe. for your loss. Yeah. Thanks for Sarah McLaughlin for jumping in. Yeah, we needed that. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's it's funny because I always wonder how many Cowboys fans do line up to hear Stephen A. ridicule the Cowboys. And I think that number continues to grow because yeah. he is funny as hell when he does it. He, he is. Yeah. He absolutely is. Um. Ballpark of the Palm Beaches, you realize we're close to spring training. Come on. Ballpark of the Palm Beaches. We're just a couple of weeks away. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Get your tickets. It is the spring training home of the world champion, Houston Astros. The Washington Nationals say, hey, we're playing here, too. This is our home as well. Nationals, Astros, the Yankees come through. The Red Sox come through. A really attractive spring training slate, if I may say so myself. And, oh, yeah, there's the delicious food options. There's the sitting under the the afternoon sun drinking beers or drinking a cocktail and watching Major League Baseball. You cannot beat spring training. And it is just weeks away at the beautiful ballpark of the Palm Beaches in West Palm Beach. Get your spring training tickets now. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. That's ballparkpalmbeaches.com. When we come back, aspiring murderers, I have some advice for you. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. From the Anajar and Levine Studios yeah, in downtown yeah. West Palm again. Beach, you yeah, are listening yeah. to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We love the Solid Waste Authority. Love that recycling. Theo Dorsey, could you please tell us more? Yeah, and I do want to clear things up. First and foremost, let's clarify this. I'm going Dak over Tom Brady. Secondly, I need to clarify which bins you use to recycle because there's blue and there's yellow. Why do Palm Beach County residents have a blue recycling bin and a yellow recycling bin? The Solid Waste Authority of Palm Beach County wants you to know that by separating your recycling at home into your blue and yellow bins, you're actually recycling right and helping us collect cleaner recyclables. So remember this, when you recycle right, less of it ends in the landfill, so keep putting your plastic, metal, and glass food containers in the blue bin. Plastic, metal, glass in the blue bin, and the paper products, you're going to put that in the yellow bin. Paper yellow, plastic blue. Remember that. Get more recycling tips at swa.org slash recycle right. Theo, are you a fan of true crime podcasts, shows, things of the like? Yeah. Yeah, What about you, Christian? Are you a true crime guy? It really depends on, like, I tried to watch the Dahmer one, and I lasted 30 Uh, minutes. That's weird. 
I think that's a hardcore one, right? That, so, one, that one is really dark, and yeah. you've really got to love that well, stuff. Because he's a brutal serial killer eating people. Yes. I like heist stuff. Heist. Okay, heist stuff. Well, I've got a, a true crime people have been obsessed with this. This Brian Walsh case, if you don't know about it, uh, just after New Year's, uh, Anna Walsh, the wife of Brian Walsh, just outside of Boston is where they resided. Anna Walsh went missing. Um, her husband didn't report her missing. Her her employer did. And so the, the cops were like, huh, it's kind of weird. And so her husband, they were kind of looking at him. They brought him in to, to interview him. He got charged with uh, misleading police, but no murder charges for, for two and a half weeks after the disappearance of his wife. They were searching, uh, trying to find different things that may have led them to her or her body, depending on what happened. Well, Brian Walsh was eventually charged with murder, murdering his wife, Anna Walsh, just outside of Boston. Want to know Why? I give you the following Google search results found on devices in the home of Brian Walsh. It started December 27th. What's the best state to divorce for a man? Okay, well, maybe you need some information. Um, A little bit of a red flag. January 1st, and again, this was what was found by police, okay? And this is why they charged this man with murder. 4.55 a.m., how long before a body starts to smell? 4.58 a.m., how to keep a body from decomposing? 5.20 a.m., how to bind a body? 5.47, 10 ways to dispose of a body if you really need to. 6.25 a.m., how long for someone to be missing to inherit? 6.34 a.m., can you throw away body parts? 9.29 a.m., what does formaldehyde do? 9.34 a.m., how long does DNA last? 11.34 a.m., dismemberment and the best way to dispose of a body. 11.44 a.m., how to clean blood from a wooden floor. January 2nd, 12.45, hacksaw, best tool to remember. 1.10 p.m., can you be charged with murder without a body? 1.14 p.m., can you identify a body with broken teeth? January 3rd, what happens to hair on a dead body? 1.13, what is the rate of decomposition of a body found in a plastic bag compared to on a surface in the woods? And 1.20 p.m., can baking soda make a body smell good? I guess my point is... And this is a very anti-murder show. Yeah, okay? don't murder. But that's a bad idea if you're a murderer. Yeah. At that's least erase the Google history. That's Theo. That's Christian. I'm Ken on that note. Bye-bye.